This episode of Truth Table is brought to you by the Porter's Gate Worship Project. Visit the Porter's Gate at theportersgate.com. Hey y'all, welcome to Truth Table, Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm McKemini. I'm Michelle. And I'm Christina. This table is built by black women and for black women. So welcome to the table, sisters. How y'all doing? Well, well, well. <laughs> well, 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 well. Well, 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 well. There you go. How are y'all doing? I, I feel like I answer for everybody every time. Well, you know. How y'all? You're looking right at our faces. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to be with y'all. Happy to be back yes. at the table Yay. for season four. It's yeah. a new season. Come on. It's a new day. Come on now. It's a new day. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, 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 oh. Let the fresh anointing flow hey. away, Lord. Oh, season of power. Ooh. And prosperity. I mean, yeah, I'm just trying to be back. I you know, back in the house. No, I so appreciate it. We're not going to let you brag around. We're going to be like, you can sing the whole thing. <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> yes. Excellent. Please, day. 2020, turn into that. Yes. And that's such an encouraging song. As we are trying to encourage the sisters at the table and answer mm-hmm. the question, why should we vote? Why are we still doing this? Exactly. What's why? the point? Why? Keep on. Keep on. You mean voting in this system? Right. Why? <laughs> What's the point? It don't matter. They take us for granted. They're right. So why should I vote? Why should we vote? It doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. So that's what's things. on the table. That's what is on the table. We're trying to try to answer that question for you and give you some strong encouragement yeah. along the way. Um, <laughs> Maybe so, we'll be encouraging ourselves when we listen to right. it. <laughs> In other words, preaching to ourselves as well. Yeah, so, right, now, right now, right now. What are y'all? Yeah, why should we vote? Christina said something jokingly, but not really, actually. It was factual, but about why we should vote. <laughs> you said. What, did, what I did I say? say? What did I say, Giggles? <laughs> the man in the White House is the reason why. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, facts. Oh, yeah, yes. like clearly this, this, if that's Yo. not enough motivation, I'm just concerned. What will be? Do you have eyes that see and ears that Yo, hear? Everything is falling <laughs> apart. Everything Look. is falling apart. Yeah. What's, what's, what's we got end of days plagues. We are living, <laughs> we are quite honestly, literally living in a left behind movie. <laughs> facts. Like, I'm telling you. Facts. I'm telling you. What was, what was the Russian president? It was the Russian, there was Nicholas a whole Russian. Something, something. Um, yeah, from Rocky IV, right? Yo, we need to all go and watch Left Behind, left behind. so that we can understand what's happening right now. <laughs> if it'll get you to vote, if it'll get you to vote, I'll do it. I think we need to watch yeah. it as to be like, I actually think that movie could be prophetic. Like, <laughs> I feel like we're actually I don't think it's prophetic. I think it's like literally a political plan. I think somebody's trying behind. to work it. Oh I'm my god. I'm telling you. I was like, we're living in a left behind movie right about now. That's right. So one of the things that our people are saying, especially when it comes to the black vote, we had historic black voter turnout in 2008. And, you know, we can kind of think through and figure out why that was. I don't know if it would be very difficult to figure out why there was historic black voter turnout in that year. The five states with the most surprising 
upset mm. of black voter turnout um, were Minnesota, Wisconsin, Maine, New Hampshire, and Colorado. And all five of those states introduced new laws that obviously worked to trim, to move, to influence the way elections turn out so they within had, the they next had a two huge or three years. tick of black voters? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then they went to work, yeah. to work against them. Yeah. yeah. And then there were obviously the southern states that, you know, had always had mm. suppression laws mm. but all of a sudden you're looking at um mm. yeah honestly they're demanding more proof of identity they're demanding and shifting i don't know if you remember alabama changed mm. the location of where you can get your voter id shifted how you um right, that you have to have a right. driver's license yes. and not just a regular a state barrier. id yeah yes. creating all of these barriers and that. those things impact election outcomes period and that leads to a lot of our Mm. brothers and sisters saying Mm -hmm. why 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 should i vote Mm. and so i think it's important for us to recognize that the question isn't coming from attitude a lot of times sometimes it's literally coming from are we really sure this counts Right. And right. Yeah. So to, you know, to just start there and to realize and to respect a lot of these people who felt so disappointed when they showed up in Georgia to vote for Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. And yes. they did vote for Stacey Abrams. But. And their vote was literally cast into thin air. Wow. It just didn't exist anymore because somebody with power decided their vote didn't exist. Um, oh, boy. So in light of that, why should. Why should we vote? Well, I'm curious for somebody that works in like electoral justice, like from your perspective. I mean, you know, <laughs> you have more. Go on and perspectitate. Go on and perspectitate. Pontificate. I love how she threw that right back. Yeah. Okay. So what? Do what you, you got to say? <laughs> got to, I know what I think. What you got to say? Facts. Facts. on facts. This is, it's difficult. It's really hard to answer that question. Yeah. It's just hard to answer the question. I know. Um, I Sometimes I just do it for the ancestors. I just do it yeah. for the culture. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. right thing to do. Because yeah. yeah. it's the right thing to do. You know, and... Um, do the right thing. We had, uh, in 2018, the midterms were rough. Woo, the 28 yeah, midterms, 2018 midterms, those were rough. And that's when the governor elections were, yeah, I just think that our people need, they need encouragement. And on my end, mm-hmm. my encouragement is often that you are carrying a lot of past hopes, struggle. African-American suffrage yeah. was no joke, my yeah, friends. No, yeah. Deadly. Read one time, because that's all you can handle, about Freedom Summer. Read one time about Fannie Lou Hamer's famous night in jail. It was not her only night in jail. (sighs) Yeah. Read one time. Mm -hmm. And then I would also encourage people to understand that we're doing more than just going ahead and voting because it's right. We need to show up in mass historic numbers because then we can testify and show receipts that when they try to suppress our votes... That can't happen. We were all here. We all saw this happen. We right. all know that the bear only w- reason. Bearing witness. Right. And we can bear witness because if they try to purge us from the roles, what they cannot do is destroy our movement of resistance. So showing up together, showing up in crowds, participating in things like mm-hmm. Stacey's fair fight. Yeah. I think that 
getting out the vote is really our, it's kind of the easiest and best tool that we have in an election year Mm. is to say, not only will I vote, but I will encourage everyone I know who's of voting age to do the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's something, I mean, as we're even having this conversation, I just want to, I just want to say out loud that there is something wrong when um, a political party, I don't care what they stand for, mm-hmm. what their convictions are allegedly rooted in, I, I could care less. We can't even get into your your policies and convictions. Right. If you are the party that is associated with suppression of democracy, <laughs> if you are the party that is associated with making it harder for poor people yeah. or black people yeah. to vote, to I don't live. care what you say, yeah. that your convictions are, they're antithetical to liberty. Mm-hmm. Because you, if you've created systems in terms of the way that you're thinking about how districts are divided up or what, you know, um, making it harder for people today than it was in the past to vote. I mean, then it doesn't matter what your convictions are. If your political strategy does not include educating others and winning them to your side, but instead tricking them and suppressing their vote, Mm -hmm. you just simply don't have the character and you don't deserve Mm -hmm. to be in a Mm -hmm. governing position in a democracy. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe another form of government, sure. Mm -hmm. But in a democracy, we really want to, we want to, give everyone the opportunity to be able to exercise um, their voice and, and their beliefs. And, and, and if your side simply does not have the winning statements, if it's not appealing to people, then you need to, you need to figure that out instead of trying to rig the system. So I think that's particularly yep. um, dishonorable. Yeah, totally. Um, and, you know, why we don't have voting as a national holiday. Oh, um, that's a word. Yeah. Why, you know, that's that, that really, that's, that's really, design. really that's right. outrageous. Um, that's right. And it is, it is set up right now that it is for the most part appealing to people who are retirees. I mean, like, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there, you know, it really benefits a certain type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really no moral reason to center one group and not try to create something that allows all people to be able to get to the polls. And then that forces, that forces political parties not to live into polarization, but to have to have policies, platforms, and conversations with people that they have decided they don't want to talk to. Mm -hmm. So it forces, for example, you know, the more people have the opportunity to truly vote and you break down polarization, Democrats have got to answer questions that they haven't had to answer. Republicans have to answer questions they haven't had to answer. That's right. Um, And and that's really what we we should want. So Christians, in regards to where you find yourself politically, clearly I have strong opinions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But but wherever you are, you, you know, you need to be in a space where within that party you you should be resisting suppression. It's it, totally. it's immoral. That's right. That's it's right. unethical. You That's you wrong. you do not have a leg to stand on. And That's if you wrong. try to say it's because you know we really care about the Supreme Court, whatever. I mean, it's you dumb. you're gonna really have to justify why you made it harder for your fellow citizens That's to vote based on demographic demographic criteria, Ooh, which Lord. is fundamentally racist. So mm-hmm. you you're going to have to give a moral account mm-hmm. for why you did such. So that's just my long long two cents on. Well, people don't. Oh, the suppression God. sucks. I said, well, people don't fear God, so that's step one. Yeah, it was step that, one, you know. which means they can't love neighbor. You can't yeah. even if you don't you feel the Lord. God, you can't love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Can't love them well in the way they ought to be loved. Yeah. We don't get to define what love is. God does, because God is love. So I think. Thank um, you. About that was a freebie. Public <laughs> I think about our. I guess. It's hard for me to appeal to the political system. You've appealed to the ancestors. Good. 
because I brought up Nanny, um, <laughs> Mary Church Terrell earlier. That's so, right. Um, that's right. In, early, in our first episode, I believe. Um, so I'm going to appeal to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords um, and, and to our kingdom citizenship. Mm. I think because we're kingdoms, I mean, citizens of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. I can't talk right now. Sorry. Citizens of the kingdom. <laughs> um, that Sorry. ought to manifest itself in our American citizenship. That's yeah. right. The, the Earth Act 1726 says this, um, for, from one man, he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history mm. and the boundaries of their Look land. Look at that. Look so at that. it's God who de- determined that we would be living mm-hmm. in this time. Right now. Mm-hmm. Under this crazy white supremacist <laughs> regime. I don't understand God's ways all the time. But that was what he said. Come he Lord Jesus, come. So he decided that we would be living in the United States of America as black women. That's what he chose. I, you know, so this is where we at. This is where we at. This is where we at. This is where we is. Um, so we have, uh, I think we have to honor God in that. The best way we know how and right. not to get weary and well-doing. And I think going to the voting booth time and again is um, an act of not being weary in well-doing. Um, provided that God willing, you're voting in the interest of those who can be, uh, who have the greatest impact and harm, right? Um, based on the policies that will come forth, right? I just, I think it's about stewardship. You know, um, I think it's uh, believing in demonstrating that we as a people, Christian people are not so heavenly minded that we're not any earthly good. Right. That we are still in this time and in this place and in this world, right? Until Jesus come crack the sky, which you can do at any moment. I'm I'm open to that. Um, (laughs) I welcome it because God is coming for those who are waiting. Um, Hebrews. Or, or, uh, he calls us home and our, our, our job is done. He, you know, and it's time for us to go on to glory. You know, either one of those, but I think that we have got to do our duty. We cannot sit down and be like content with what happens. People are really like legitimately, they're dying. Mm -hmm. You know, we have children at the border dying. We have adults at the border dying, languishing, right? right? In these cages. Um, we have people languishing literally in cages in these prisons, private, Mm -hmm. non-private prisons in this country, our own people, right? Mm -hmm. We have people. Well, now we have this virus that's coming that that is just making its way all over this wow. this globe, really. Um, and I don't know if we have a real plan for what's going to happen here in this U- USA. We have got to vote, y'all. Like um, our livelihood, uh, it matters, and it's not just our own. It's not just about me and mine's. It really is about my neighbors and theirs. That's right. Right. Yeah. It's about man. How am I? Um, Honoring God or dishonoring God by my lack of apathy, my—I mean, I'm sorry, my lack of empathy, mm-hmm. um, my lack of compassion and concern for these people. How am I um, contributing to the fake news of false equivalences? Hmm. Okay, between you know, saying on both sides, everything ain't equal. All right, <laughs> yo, there's a difference between being against white supremacy and being for it. All right. One is upholding the dignity of humanity. <laughs> right. That we find in Genesis. Very, okay. No, you're <laughs> 27. I got breaking. Very down. basic. 
And what? It's a heresy from the pit of hell. <laughs> that is in going, case you're so wondering. Yes, I'm right. just trying to make this clear because I well, there's confusion in the land. Yep. And so and it's coming from the top. I was gonna right? say there's it's confusion coming from in the, the castle. This yes, exactly. Mm. That's what it is. Because mm. what we we're, we're, we're getting to very dangerous territory mm. where this man is becoming very dictator like and <laughs> dictator like. I'm just trying to yeah. you know, I'm just in for real. We're not really getting press yeah. conferences, there's not much transparency. That's He's trying right. to get people that only agree with him. Do you think this man's going to yeah. easily leave the White House? I think not. So I think we have to do what we can in our power. And right. what we have is the power of the voting booth right now. Mm. You know, um, is it our job to save the day? No. Can we save the day? No, we're not Jesus. But it is our job and our duty um, to fight. And I, we can't, I mean, we. this is one way. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just want to encourage us to know that you're, you're not powerless. We can do something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, think I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but no, no. I, I, I mean, I think voting is so, so. When you lifted up that text, I think Political that was really theology. important because that reminds yeah. us of you know God's providential hand at work through, mm. you know where where we are located in the historical narrative that all points to redemption and Christ's return. So that is intentionality, and where we are located in the narrative in this socio political moment is in a place yeah. where. Um, you know, the, the goal and expression of democracy lives, like the, the hope of democracy lives. Let me describe it that way. Mm-hmm. And one of the key ways in which we access it is through the vote. It is not the only way that we access it, but it is one of the ways we access it. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about Christians who kind of get caught up in this, you know, this sense of like, you know, well, we don't have to vote, you know, this binds my conscience or I, what, so, oh, so, so this is, this is what I'll say about to Tripping. the, to the binding the conscience crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I would ask that crowd to pray about that. Have you submitted that, that angst to the Lord God almighty? And have you said, search me like we get from the Psalm, search me to see if that's not rooted in selfishness and cowardliness and my resistance to love people and wanting to have a reason, a justification around it. So, I mean, that's one piece of it. I mean, I think if we put all of our hope in just voting and we don't think about the role right, of right. Um, of Christianly civil disobedience, mm-hmm. if we don't think about the role of um, civic education, if we don't think about the role of meeting with our elected leaders and officials, uh, holding them accountable and holding them in prayer, it, those are we. It's, it's a list of things that we're doing as we think about what it means to be um, Christianly and engaged in politics. Mm-hmm. Voting is just the minimum. It's mm-hmm. it's one of the access points that people did die for, literally, uh, literally die for, um, and that is being chipped away right now. And also, you know, what people will argue is that, and this, and I think this makes a lot of sense. You know, the reason why there is voter suppression is because there is voter power. And as jacked up as the system is, you do not suppress anything that does not have some type of power, some type of of influence um, to to change. And I hope and pray that we get a we get leaders who actually want to make, um, you know, you know, the voting day an actual holiday. I hope and pray that we get leaders who use tax money so that people can be better politically educated and that there's more transparency mm-hmm. to constituents. Um, I mean, that's the kind of leaders that we need to value. We need to, we, we, sh- we need to be supporting people who want to make it easier for us to vote for them and critique them. 
We're going to talk a lot more about this, um, including political power and literally the ways that your resistance can show up outside of the voting booth. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. As y'all know, the year 2020 has presented so many challenges for pastors and church leaders seeking to be faithful to God's call to shepherd the church through difficult times. So many churches are wrestling each week with all kinds of griefs with challenges related to COVID-19. They're finding new and innovative ways to fellowship while also giving voice to the cries of our people for justice. For the past three years, the Porter's Gate Worship Project has been working to create new worship resources and original songs that help to give voice to the moment that we are living in. In 2020, they have released two new records. One is called Lament Songs and the other is called Justice Songs. The Porter's Gate hopes that these records will be useful to churches and worshiping communities and will also serve as a spiritual balm for their listeners. We, the Women of Truth Table, have the distinct honor and privilege of contributing theological content and insight into the albums that you'll be hearing. And so you can listen to Lament Songs and Justice Songs on any streaming platform and you can also access these albums on theportersgate.com are y'all on patreon.com yet we hope you are because if so you already know about all of the things that truth table offers to our patrons things like extended interviews kind of behind the podcast especially getting to know some of our guests we have exclusive content from truth table live and we give discounts and before other people find out about our specials you'll hear about them so go on over to patreon.com slash truth table and sign up to become a monthly supporter today and we're back at the table my goodness that was a lot of nice good tasty meat see (laughs) and I think as you were talking I was thinking about it took me actually back because I'm thinking about the fact that there's just a um a legitimate I would say legitimate distrust of institutions um among Mm -hmm. our generation and I'd say the generation behind us generation z and on up and uh or or and so on uh and so I literally just thought like, man, we need to even just build up just like we have to, I think institutions need to work to build trust and, uh, among people, you know, among the body politic actually, um, because it, it is in disarray in a lot of different ways. And so I was thinking about after school specials. Y'all remember after school specials? Just in case. Those parables of life. Just in Really, truly. <laughs> Just in case y'all don't know what an after-school special was, is you know, back in the eighties and nineties, um, we used to have after-school specials, especially. 80s. I guess because they do there's a whole bunch of latchkey kids. I don't know actually <laughs> spurred it, but hey, grateful for it. Facts, yeah. But uh, we would come home from school and let ourselves in the house because this is the way it was. Uh, and on ABC, I feel like it was like ABC, maybe NBC, whatever. This is back when you had like. I don't know, maybe 15 channels on regular TV. Or less. And they they went off at midnight. Yeah. Yeah, it went off at midnight. You know, may have been a good idea. We need some of this to go back. (laughs) We need television to go off. We We need need TV to to go off. And so uh, they used to come on, I don't know, after school. So let's say 4 o'clock or something, (laughs) 3.30, 4 o'clock, maybe 30 minutes. A lesson, like about like not doing drugs, saying no to peer pressure. Yeah. It was all, they tackled real issues. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably, uh, 
things they were about, a little like, soap operas <laughs> yeah about like sex and being you know and you know and just pretending this is sacred like they're all types of lessons i just feel like we need after school special but like maybe an adult education level um, about the importance of voting <laughs> after work uh, uh, yeah after work specials For sure. <laughs> about the importance of voting about the importance um giving us a history of why it matters right mm-hmm. um the people that have shed blood on behalf of our people um to vote uh just yeah some lessons about that but also um some lessons for politicians on how they can actually not be corrupt so that we can actually trust these institutions that too that's what i mean this 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 right here is yeah you know so uh, you know so that that obviously is what kind of led to the mistrust and you know all these things that happened but that came to mind i was like i think we need to build up that trust within the body politic again yeah a lot of people just don't trust institutions period across Mm -hmm. the board and very similarly the original civil rights mass meetings took place in churches churches. they were all about voting rights political power and encouraging and informing and educating the people about the power that they had mm-hmm. dr king's black is beautiful speech happened in a church yes and that was him preaching yes at a place that was about po- political power and the power of the people that was imbued to them by being created by god exactly. so we have so many opportunities to just re up the freedom school system mm. and it is intergenerational the babies are on the front five rows the women with the you know the hospitality team with the blankets to cover your legs oh, yeah. if you shout yourself silly at a civil <laughs> rights movement meeting are you serious you know we have so much space to start looking at um moving beyond the narrative of do it because your granny died there's other ideas that we can start yeah. looking at and moving towards and education is going to bring us into the future of resistance because it is right. Um, civil disobedience because things are not in order. So we need to disrupt and show that something is out of order uh, to say that business should not be as usual as long as our people are in chains in mm-hmm. some way. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that after school specials, for sure, I yelled out Schoolhouse Rock because it taught me so much about I'm just a politics. Bill. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. I'm only a bill. And you learned so much from that. But the other cool thing about this intergenerational experience of going to church for worship and then going to church to learn about political power, yeah. man, let's bring that back. Let's bring that back. I like it. Because then babies will start voting when they're older because someone taught me to. Someone encouraged me they to. They yeah. to it. Exactly. And, and, and as you say that, Michelle, I, I'm thinking about people who, would, who who get uncomfortable with that. But you do go to church for political power and political engagement, whether your church speaks about it or not. Mm-hmm. The the silence is also a discipleship around political engagement. And so right. you can think that it's uh-huh. an expression of piety uh-huh. when there's silence when you walk out the doors and there's injustice and pain and hurt, no, your church has spoke really loud. They've told you to in do their that. silence, Come on. exactly. Come on. So we are always speaking to spiritual and political dimensions. That's right. It's oh. The political dimension is just the embodied spiritual dimension. I mean, wow. it's, it's, you know, so wow. if make it plain, we're, that's always happening, and so people get uncomfortable when they hear someone directly say no. If we're not being disciples there, then you leave people over to MSNBC, to Fox News, to their friends at the water cooler. And, you know, when you take your hands off of that and say that God has nothing to say about politics, are you serious? 
Yeah. Really? And when you stand the king in the has pulpit, nothing to say about politics. Say that. Jesus the Christ. You ain't reading the Bible, first of all. Yeah. Ain't ready. That's step one. Mm-hmm. Or it's, it's too complicated and no one taught it to you correctly. Yeah. Yeah. There could be that. Yeah. So yeah. I, so, so all of that to say is that, you know, that, um, those things have always kind of been entangled together and mm-hmm. the, the church should not play coy as if it has not been political since its mm-hmm. very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and uniquely political in some ways in the American context. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Getting people to be silent about things that are political um, has been a strategy that's used by churches that are that are in bed with empire for hundreds of years yeah. in this country, um, which is which is preaching politically and yeah. through silence. Yeah. When we say nothing about enslavement, we say nothing about lynching, we say nothing about segregation, we say nothing about mass incarceration. You are saying something. You are making a political claim, Same. and you are silencing the God who speaks through his word and through his righteousness when you don't call people into political piety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you deal with, or how would you respond to um, our viewers, our sisters who basically are saying, Hey, I go to a church where political engagement is taught and it is regular and we love it and we stand and it is 100% about one thing and one thing only. Voting conservative. Oh. How do we? Have I was that not ready for that plot twist. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> plot twist. I was listening to Sherry and Nadia. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, me too. My church do." Like, what conservative? What? <laughs> what? It, it, well, I'm thinking like, what do we even mean by that? Because yeah, I don't I even. She means red. Yeah, yeah. You just mean Republican, yeah. Because because like, honestly, I don't even. I mean, well, yeah. There's these political orientations are so broke down, jacked up, and just untrue. True. Like you know, they just. We do need new cabinets. It's real made up yeah, right now. That's super made up. It's yeah, real it's made so up. splintered. Actually, there's a lot of fracturing, particularly polarization has the lost. Man, yeah, the new party, but but yeah. Oh, I don't. My bias says get out. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 to be honest, my bias gets, I, says get out, particularly as a single black woman. And that just doesn't seem like a safe place to me. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. <laughs> but that don't, seem, that don't seem safe to me. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, this. <laughs> she is squirming in her chair. Yeah. I mean, I just She's like, like physically what? like, I'm mm-hmm. afraid. I just, I don't even, I don't really have a frame to even um, compute that, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sorry, baby. Somebody else. I like get out. I mean, by vote. I mean, by vote conservative. Does that mean voting in a way that's consistent? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm just trying to break it down categorically. Does that mean voting in a way that denies systemic racism and its its heritage Mm -hmm. and lineage in people's lives? That's what that means to me. Yeah. I mean, mean, and that's what some of our African American like climate for sure means. Yeah. 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 Does that mean denying fair wages for equal work to women? Right. Does that mean right. creating systems that increase poverty, but then not giving people access to health? I mean, I, I yeah. would push people on what are we saying here yeah. and where is the commitment to the, you know, the quartet of the vulnerable in scripture? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Where's the commitment to the sojourner and to the widow and mm-hmm. to the fatherless? I mean, like, you know, that's what yeah. the text is calling us into. And I, I really am confused about, you know, where people folk, you know, people's lack of focus on significant portions of scripture, <laughs> like the prophets of the Old Testament. I'm like, Do you, that's a big section. I mean, yeah, what, 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 I mean, it's so many of the cries mm-hmm. and so much of the rebuke 
is about the hardness of hearts and the injustice of the people. Mm -hmm. And how do you miss that? Your pastor cannot love your soul apart from loving your humanity. Mm. Amen. You cannot divorce the two. We are not Gnostics. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was like, we are embodied souls. Mm -hmm. You have got to care about not only my soul, but my personhood yeah. and my livelihood as we are here right. on this fallen earth, I mean, this fallen world, mm-hmm. you have to care about that. And I'm not saying the Democrats got problems. I, yeah. I, I'm just saying, that, that's so why you I'm have not, to drill down what people, yeah. like, what are people meaning by that? Like, but, what? Yeah. But when you're saying that when somebody is opposed to all those things, that you <laughs> just, <laughs> like, is this what you're saying? You're talking about, my goodness, your fundamental right to, you know, to good health care, uh, equal pay. My goodness! Like, yeah, what? So simple. I don't get equal pay. How am I gonna? How am I gonna pay my tithes if I can't pay? (laughs) All right. How am I gonna pay my tithes if I'm not getting the jobs that I should be getting? Yeah. Because I'm being discriminated against because I'm a woman or whatever. I mean, let's think about this. Mm -hmm. You care about? You want me to put some offering in there, don't you? Don't. Yeah, because that's when you care. (laughs) You see that? That's when you care. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I I just don't know. You cannot love my soul apart from my humanity. It's just that's just not how it works yeah. yeah and i mean i think it's easy to live into the polarization of like it's as simple as like conservative bad liberal good liberal bad conservative yeah, bad. Not i think there's lots of new yeah. which, which is why a lot ch- of people do live into that though. yeah yeah, yeah. But, but, and i'm not and i'm not doing false equivalencies i right. really think we clearly have a yeah. a there's one side that's a little right. crazier right now saying let's be real i'm playing that game with that being said you know, unless Christians get into these spaces and start looking from looking at issue to issue ethically and centering the 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 least seen, mm-hmm. then I don't have any hope for we we, we can't just be like oh, we just got dragged along. We just we, there was That's no right. other choice. That's no, no, we need was. to open up My our mouths. Well, they weren't. Then you, you need to say something. We we have to say something. So and and what I've told people is that look, if you in the, any of these elections, if you vote for some crazy complicated person like that has happened mm-hmm. then guess who guess who that's your baby to raise that's right so everybody is responsible for um engaging and holding that person accountable certainly praying for them and sure. praying that justice be done mm-hmm. to them and through them mm-hmm. um but if you voted for them you don't just get to vote and be like peace out no, no that's your boy mm-hmm. that's who you voted that's for by. and so you can't say now well i didn't have another choice and i know they weren't a bad candidate then guess what you have an even greater burden mm-hmm. to be the one that writes the letters to be the one that knocks on the door and you have more authority because you're actually a part of the constituency that was favorable yep unlike the people who were like that was a crazy idea i would never vote that way if you voted for someone who has done harm to your neighbor you are the very first one who needs to be now speaking up to defend your neighbor. Come on, somebody. That's That's good. Um, I think that it's possible for us to respond to our faith family members and to say, if you are in a church where Hmm. this kind of political engagement is obviously questionable to you, (laughs) then you have the political power to say, in some ways, anything that is bad for my neighbor is bad for me. There's something in policies and in um, the would-be, could-be of a future where, honestly, supremacist um, initiatives are in power. Mm -hmm. There is something in there that says, this is bad for me and this is bad for all of us. So how I don't know how we can avoid the type of political engagement 
that does get spiritual. And I don't think that we have to avoid it. I think we have to hold ourselves accountable in the midst of it to where, you know, we are not making movement a religion, but we are also Absolutely. definitely being right. honest about what we know the Lord believes about the creation that God has spoken into existence. So how, how would you give this two point answer? Um, we're sitting with, let's say we've got two people at the table mm-hmm. and one is saying, my church is engaged in politics in the way that we just described. Do we get out? I mean, that, my quick answer is you should leave. <laughs> but, but some people would say like, I feel called to this sunken oh, sure. place to do rescue or to sure. encounter, sure. you know, to well, confront all, the king or whatever. Yeah. How, and then the other question, um, an easier one, our other friend at the table is saying, there's no political engagement in my church. Mm. Um, and everyone I know would vote in a way that is supportive of the least of these, the most oppressed, the furthest from, uh, power Mm. in, in this kind of democracy. And maybe we have friends out there who are at churches that don't do political education because they know how everyone's going to vote. They already know that everyone's going to vote the right way, supposedly. Mm. How do we still encourage the church house to become the freedom school as well? Mm. Mm. Well, I do think the job, the church does have a job to be of uh, being a prophetic, right? Mm. Um, I think obviously as believers, we believe in the, um, uh, priesthood of believers, so you know we're prophet, priest, and king, right? Um, because that's what Jesus is, and we're baptized into Christ. Um, so I do think that in some ways, we Christians should never neatly fit into um, any political category. Yeah. I do want to say that I don't think I don't think yeah. we've been able to say that yet on on this in this series. So I do want to make that clear. I, I, maybe that will come out more actually in this in in this series. Um, but I don't think you will. I think anybody that's reading the Bible that that's Bloodbot really reading and understanding the gospel the way that um that the way it's been given to us in the scriptures. I don't think you're ever gonna be you should not be able to comfortably agree with every jot and tittle mm-hmm. of your preferred par- p- political party. Mm-hmm. That's red, that's blue, Democrat, Republican, I don't care. Like there's not you yeah. should not agree. Independent libertarian, the whole Independent libertarian, green, uh what everybody. is it? Tea Party, Green Party. Working families. What well, yeah. That's my party. Well, exactly. All the parties, whoever whatever your political affinity um, group is you shouldn't agree with every jot and tittle. There's always going to be something that's going <laughs> to rub up against what God's ethic says, what God's word says sure. about something. So I do want to say that. Now I don't use that as a scapegoat or a reason why. Well, I, I'm just going to put Jesus in my voting ballot. Really? Who help us lie? Stop it, because you are vote anyway. But <laughs> and I'd argue that that is um. Of, I would argue that's a, taking the Lord's name in vain and denigrating mm. Jesus down I, to an absolutely. earthly position. On it, Jesus is the King of the universe, right? The Lord of glory, it's not, your not even funny. Jesus is not that's your president. Not Stop funny. it. Come yeah, on. there you go. Come on, or your boyfriend. Next, hey. go ahead. Hey. Carry on. That goes in there for a Go ahead. That's a word. And go to a mailbag. Episode. Goodbye. But yeah. <laughs> No, 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 but no, Lord. seriously, that, that is true. It's and so I think, boyfriend. um, I do think when you think about it like that, <laughs> you're not gonna, you, you shouldn't neatly be, you should not be totally comfortable with every jot and tittle yeah. of any policy platform of any party, right? Yeah. Um, but I th- do think you need to go with the party that is going to hopefully, um, it might be doing their best to at least look out for the most marginalized. 
they're not going to do it right down and going to do it perfectly. There's some things you really going to be like, uh, y'all are totally off on this and mm. it's wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, these people are languishing in the borders. So something has to give. Like, you know, so um, this is an immediate need right now. Like, you know, so you're trying to you prioritize that. So I think about that. So this, so with this person that, or these people at the table, mm-hmm. <laughs> imaginary people at the table, they're like, ah, um, I guess Hi, they have and Lisa. Hello, welcome, God. Right. I think they have to see. <laughs> they have to pray and discern they about where they are. Her girlfriend. No. <laughs> No. Sorry, and they, and they have to pray and discern about where they're feeling God's calling them to be. I, I don't now. Now this might be controversial. I don't think that every <laughs> Sunday your pastor should be up there preaching about policy platforms. Oh God, right. I really no, just right. don't God, think no, so. No, that's no, 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 that's no, no, beyond no. the scope. I think of even what the church oh ought gosh. to be doing. Yeah, um, you I can't even get there expositionally. You directly, can't get there. So. I think the the Bible is actually very political in Absolutely. and of itself. So you can if you just preach the canon of the the word of god <laughs> you're gonna get there mm-hmm. especially if you're in the prophets mm-hmm. like you know you're gonna get there i don't think you need to be and now i'm gonna preach I about think forcing it is too much yeah forcing yeah. it is too much yeah. i think i think that's too much that's that and that yeah. i can easily say on both the left and the right i think that's too much yeah, yeah. trying to like <laughs> so i'm okay with that comparison if you want to do a false thing there but i do think that there are times where you the church is called to speak about something that is yeah. truly inhumane mm-hmm. and wrong you know and so and you have to discern that but i don't think that the regular diet of the church should be like and now i'm going to preach about what is going on preaching about current events per se mm-hmm. current political events i think we need something to lift our gaze beyond mm-hmm. but give us those implications sure. from the text and show us you know so i think that person needs to discern personally i just i don't know as a black woman i would have a hard time being at a church where I know my pastor's voting against my own livelihood mm-hmm. and humanity, personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know but how you get through, like, prayers of the people and when communal confession and you and you even bring forward yeah. the sacraments yeah. without acknowledging the implications of, of, of the politic, of the mm-hmm. populace. Because, yeah. you know, every the, – the sacraments are deeply spiritual. They point to the work that Christ has done uh, through the gospel to impact the entire co- cosmos. The gospel has – cosmic implications and when we come to the table we come to the table rep- with, with the bearing the doctrine of the catholicity of the church every mm-hmm. tribe nation and tongue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i have to be mindful of the person at the border who's not able to physically come to the table because they are being locked up yes i have to be mindful of the person who's falsely accused and over incarcerated i have to be mindful wow. um of you know of the of the person who is being abused um and we are letting their abusive spouse buy as many guns as they want um i I had to be mindful of that i mean i've got to be mindful of who i've been baptized with into christ yes um people who may have different beliefs and views than i do but they are still a brother or sister and so those are deeply political things and even when you talk about lifting up prayers of the people you you lifted the prayers of you know sister jenkins who um is struggling with cancer that has returned for the second time you know, I think you're at a remiss to talk about the fact that she can't pay those bills she don't have or because there's insurance. environmental racism impacting the diagnosis that she has. I mean, mm-hmm. we, you know, we live in a society. And so even as we're praying, we have to be mindful about to pray for the well-being of other believers, our neighbors and our enemies, but also the systems and practices and policies that oppress them. Mm-hmm. And that is a spiritual thing to do. That is yeah. a, a Christianly thing to do. And that doesn't mean that we end the prayer by saying the specific policy implication to fix it, mm-hmm. because there might be great liberty in that. And that may be beyond our threshold to, to, to speak to. But we do say 
we need to care about it and activate and love yeah. lo- love includes learning. So you need to learn something about the policy that oppresses or supports the person that you're called to love. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The um, parable of oddly, the par- parable of the rich young ruler comes to mind yeah. when I think about voting. Yep. And that's because mm. um, the biggest challenge in this story, it's not, it's not a parable. The story oh, well, of the yeah, rich young yeah, ruler, excuse me. He's really a rich young ruler. <laughs> But he experienced. <laughs> and there's a lot of them. Um, he experienced something directly after, depending on how you would interpret the text. But mm-hmm. right after Jesus said, "Look at these children, look at these kids. You won't get anywhere near me unless you approach my mm-hmm. kingdom like you're a child." Mm-hmm. And while he was speaking, this young man walks up to him and and, and saying, "Look, I got to know that I'm alright." Please give me some assurance that I'm okay. And I think so often of so many people who are striving through good works, almsgiving, you know, all these other things that we could name the the laws that the young man named. And Jesus said, that's great. You're doing all those things. Here's what you lacked. Mm. is a physical act of sacrifice. A physical act of relinquishing mm-hmm. a thing mm-hmm. you didn't know was so precious to, to you, you. Yeah. because you're keeping all of these other laws that were easy for yep, you yep, to yep. do. You're <laughs> right. so Or you think we're easy. Or you yeah. thought yeah, we're easy. Yeah. yeah, that you're you're so good. You're set in in terms of amongst the congregation. You're the best. You love and hug children in your congregation. You appreciate mm-hmm. and honor your parents who mm-hmm. you grew up with mm-hmm. and apparently may have you know, not a strong relationship with. Yeah, you um, give some small percentage of your money, but will you give everything? Mm-hmm. If you'll away. give everything. Mm-hmm. And when it says that the man experienced such deep heart. dejection because he had a lot of stuff. And, that, <laughs> and, and the problem yep. was That's why he was upset. It was, that, it was right. what yeah. he had that's that's right. that caused him to caused grieve. Caused him to grieve. <laughs> Not even the request, but what he had. He said, I'm feeling bad because. (laughs) And that just, it really sticks with me when I think about the physical act of doing something that doesn't take selling all we have. Of doing something (laughs) that doesn't take um, even some of the things that the commandments would, you know, kind of make us uncomfortable around. But to do something that really just takes selling and really giving away all of our assumptions that it might or might not work. Yeah. Giving away all of our power and control that I want to make sure mm. that what I am doing is so meaningful that it justifies me. I want so seriously to be justified in my every act that unless I am certain that the vote I cast will come out in the way I want it to, I won't cast a vote. Right, and we're we're longing just like that that young selfish man to be justified. The perfect formula, yeah, Mm -hmm. the assurance. And what Mm -hmm. if you're keeping everything? You celebrate Kwanzaa. You know how to clap on the two and the four. (laughs) You bring your pastor a pound cake. And what if all that's being asked of you is to cast your vote, is to live as a peaceful and justice oriented citizen Mm -hmm. in this world? The but one because you're, in you're not certain 
You have so much. You haven't thought about how important that vote is. Come on. We're walking away dejected and we don't even have to. You know um, so I just, I think that there's a lot to be said for our people. That's, that is people of faith, especially black women of faith who feel like we have to be justified in saving the day. And the truth is maybe we need to give up all of mm-hmm. the stuff that makes us feel relevant and to realize that once we give up all those things, We'll be serving the Lord mm-hmm. when we vote. We'll actually be serving yeah, come on. with because God has given us a power to speak our voice yeah. in some And voting ways. in faith is an expression of yeah. trust yeah. in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Good words, sisters. Good words. Let's be exercising our God-given right, okay, to vote, <laughs> you know, as kingdom citizens, also as citizens place, of the here. United States of America that God has appointed Set for us boundaries. to be in. As of right, right now, as of right now, providentially. Let's honor him. Hope. Let's honor him in this way. Um, so we want to thank you all for taking a seat at the table with us. Let's keep the conversation going. Tweet us your thoughts about why should we vote? Um, using the hashtag Truth Table. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Truth Table or email us your thoughts at asktruthstable at d- gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Truth Table has a Patreon account now so you can send your love offerings to patreon.com slash Truth Table or you can bless us at PayPal, which is paypal.me slash Truth Table. Truth Table is made possible in part by Pottery Studios. Visit pottery.com for the highest in quality online audio entertainment. Our producer for the show is Joshua Heath. Our executive producer is Bo York, and we have been your hosts, Akemi, Michelle, and Christina. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all.